Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. And on today's episode, I will be talking about all three teams that I cover on the podcast. We'll be talking about the Lakers, kind of wrapping up with them. As on the last podcast that I posted, I actually wanted to talk about Christian Wood, go a little bit more into depth on with him, talk about what the benefits, what the strengths are going to be for this team with him on it, what potentially some weaknesses could be or what problems could potentially happen with him being on the team. So I'll let you know exactly why I'm excited, but also at the same time, a little bit worried with this pickup that the Lakers have done. Uh, the other thing that I'll be talking about when it comes down to the Dodgers, there is, uh, they came away with a really good victory, 10-0 yesterday, but uh, Mookie Betts did uh, take a ball. He ended up um, uh, fouling a ball off at the bat, at the plate, um, going off of his foot. Looks like he ended up leaving the stadium in crutches, uh, so we definitely want to keep a close eye on that. Um, we'll talk about... Um, I'm not going to speculate too much on to what it could potentially be or whatever the case is or how bad it could be and all that. I'd rather wait to get uh, some more some more concrete information when, until we can do that. But we'll talk about what the potential impacts could be and everything. And uh, we'll talk about how the team can still continue to do well. Because, I mean, at this point, it's not like you have to go to be playing every single one of your starters all the time. I'm pretty sure we can go and get some victories without with resting a couple of our guys, making sure that they're good to go for the playoffs. But as well, the important thing is to make sure that they're healthy and good to go for the playoffs as well. So with that being said, also, we'll talk about the, the Raiders as there has been a little bit of news. Um, I, I'm really just kind of upset the fact that we're talking about this at this point rather than talking about, you know, the, the game coming up on Sunday. Um, especially with the especially with the Lions beating the Chiefs yesterday, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about how like how this game is super important for the Raiders to get a victory on Sunday and actually become and actually have a potential to be, if not the top team in the division uh, or one of the top teams in the division at this point, just record wise and everything. So we definitely got to go ahead and talk about how they can take advantage of that in Sunday's game going up against the Broncos. So with that being said, guys, uh, recording this on an early Friday morning. It is September eighth, twenty twenty three. It's you know, um, uh, what's called uh, excuse me. What I wanted to definitely going to do here is just remind you guys to definitely go ahead and follow me on Instagram, find me on Twitter. You can go ahead and follow me by searching up West Coast Pod seven zero two. Or you can even go ahead and search up um, the podcast on YouTube. You can search me up on Facebook. And that's just going to be the whole name of the podcast. West Coast Sports Podcast at gmail.com or at gmail. And then uh, that's going to be my email address. But just search up West Coast Sports Podcast and you'll find me there as well. So with that being said, let's get right into it here, guys. If you guys haven't heard the information or, or some, or if you guys haven't even seen his Instagram post, um, I ended up showing one of my coworkers yesterday, uh, you know, when it came down to all this stuff going on with Chandler Jones, noticed that, I don't know whether if this guy, he's like just twacked out of his mind, like he's on something, um, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I really don't like to go and speculate and make assumptions of people, especially if this is their, their livelihood, you know. And uh, that kind of, those kind of assumptions can definitely be bad for somebody, you know. But when it comes down to it, the way he was talking on that uh, on that video, the way he was uh, sounding like it almost sounded like he was on something, like he was just not in the right kind of mind space, like headspace, you know, like he just wasn't right all up there. And whatever the case is or anything like that, I really do just hope that he first gets help 
um, that he definitely tries to go in and do something in, in order to go in and better himself, in order to get right back on, on the right track. Um, me and my coworker uh, Tony, we were actually talking about this yesterday that it was, it is the only one of the few things that I had a, an issue with or problems with with the with the professional team coming out here to Las Vegas. Las Vegas is definitely not for anybody or for everybody. If you if you're a, one of my listeners who are from Las Vegas and who have lived here for for a long time, you know you'll know by really quick. Vegas is not for everybody. It'll chew you up, spit you out. It'll make the richest of the riches and the poorest of the poor exactly the same. Because one way or another, there's something out here. There's all kinds of temptations out here. All kinds of things that are going to be able to go and get you into all kinds of trouble. And it all it's all up to the person, the individual, in order to make sure that they don't um, get into any of that kind of stuff or anything like that. But I'm not, again, I don't want to go and speculate. I don't want to go and make any kind of assumptions or anything like that. I really hope that that's not the case because that kind of stuff is very, very ugly. It's very, very bad to go in and see it from other people and everything. Uh, but whatever the case is, I definitely just hope that he gets help. That um, I don't even care at this point if he plays for the Raiders or anything like that. I rather I care more about the person than the than the player, if that makes sense. Uh, but and uh, you know, because again, I'm pretty sure the Raiders are looking at it the same way. You know, they're they're looking at it as like, well, if that's a player that we can't play on Sunday, then we need to figure out a new player that we can play on Sunday, kind of deal. You know. And if he has something going on like this, and that's just a matter of like him just needing to go and get help, and hope that he does, and making sure that he gets back on track, and whatever the case that whatever that means for him, whatever that looks like for him, you know. But at this point, um, we'll definitely going to talk about that as as it goes on. My main thing is, unfortunately, well, fortunately for us as Raider fans, the Chiefs ended up losing, and we ended up we have a pretty damn good opportunity. On this Sunday, going up against the Broncos to come away with the victory and being able to go ahead and get a little bit of an advantage right off in the get-go against the Chiefs. Uh, because in my opinion, a lot of people were thinking that the Chiefs are going to be a team, a powerhouse team, and maybe they will be because they had a couple injuries last night and everything. A couple of their key players did not play, and I'm pretty sure that they felt that they had enough to go up against the, the, the Lions. But Lions actually have like a pretty good team this year. You know, they they stay focused on what the important things were. They have a, a star wide receiver in uh, St. Brown. And they have a couple good uh, running backs that can go in and get them some good yardage. That can come up and, and get big plays for them. Uh, their defense defense is definitely exceptional. Um, I forget. Um, God damn, I can't believe I forget his damn name already. But dude in their secondary for the Lions is really, really good. They need to make sure they hang on tight to him and uh, keep him happy as much as possible. But uh, definitely going and happy, happy to go in and see the Lions uh, kind of bouncing back and kind of showing the, showing the NFL and showing the world that they're not uh, a team that's just going to go ahead and tank and just, um, you know, take it lightly every single season at this point, you know. They, they look like a legit team, maybe somebody that can actually compete a little bit, but I don't want to go ahead and uh, blow too much smoke underneath their butts, you know. I definitely think that at the same time, the the Kansas City uh, Chiefs ended up just having an, an, an off day or whatever the case is. They had a lot of drop passes. Uh, they had a lot of people that were missing and everything in action. So uh, it is what it is when it comes down to it. My main thing, Raiders have a really good opportunity. I really think as long as they stay focused, similar to like how the Lions did, you stay focused on the running game. You stay focused on playing good defense. Make sure you don't give up those big plays. And you'll find yourself in a good position 
in order to come away with the victory. Now, I'm really hoping that the there's some sort of way, um, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, or there's even some quarterbacks, not just not just a single out Garoppolo, but there's some quarterbacks in the NFL. They tend to get a little bit happy, a little target happy, if if you may. Uh, you know, they they pick one target, they tend to stick with that target as their go-to one. And the only time that they stray away from that is if another player is wide, wide, wide open. Now, we'll definitely go ahead and see what happens when it comes down to all that. Um, my main thing is I am hoping that he spreads the ball around somewhat. Maybe we can even get the, the ball going a little bit in, um, in the passing game to some of the running backs. Maybe see what that looks like a little bit as well. Just to kind of spread the ball a little bit. Have a little bit of a different um, look to the offense, if you would. Not to solely stay focused on the passing game or anything like that or the running game you know to spread spread it out a little bit um, you know mix it up a little bit whatever the case is that way we can keep the offense guessing but we're definitely going to see what happens when it comes down to that uh, sunday is going to be a big time game definitely expect a, a podcast on monday following that following that game so that way we could talk all about that now, with that being said, guys, let's go ahead and talk about the Dodgers, as I really wanted to go ahead and talk about Mookie Betts. I really wanted to let you guys know, um, you know, this this injury that come that came up, it, it was it sounds like it was just a foul ball that that ended up hitting his foot, and yeah, it's a big deal because you ended up hearing that he left in crutches and everything and this and that. But I am hoping that it is going to be, you know, maybe a, an injury that he's going to be able to bounce back from. An injury that he's going to be able to go ahead and, and it's that it's not too big of a deal. It's more a precaution than anything that he's left in crutches, that he's getting an MRI, uh, that he's going to get it checked out, making sure that he get that he's 100% right by the time that he comes back, which my hopes would be that he can maybe come back a little bit before the postseason starts or say we slot right and we get a, a, an opponent that's not too great. Maybe you go ahead and actually have him play so that way he can go and get ready during that first round whatever the case is, but I am hoping that there is some sort of way that he can go ahead and bounce back quick. Um, it, it, my main thing is I'm not going to make any kind of speculations or anything like that because there is not much or not, not a, I don't know. There's not much information, you know, it's, it's going to be difficult to go ahead and make any kind of assumptions, any kind of, uh, you know, any kind of conclusions or anything like that at this point, because of the miss, uh, because of the lack of information that you have, now, my, my other main thing here when it comes down to it is you want to make sure that if he comes back or when he comes back, that he is 100% because rushing him out there, um, even possibly playing him and everything when he's not 100%, that could be that could be potentially another player that you can put in his position, in that position that will be doing better, that can do better. Because in my opinion, even though Mookie's been exceptionally well for us, and he's been probably our one of our best player uh, this year, I really do think that he needs to go ahead and just be 100% right in order to go ahead and make sure that you know he doesn't risk getting a, a further injury or anything like that or anything worse from happening. Because um, in my opinion, he is really the future for the, for the Dodgers. He is a player that not only can help us now, but he could definitely help us out in the future. But we'll have to see what happens when it comes down to all that. Have to see how how things go. Um, my main thing is I, I definitely see a road where the where the Dodgers can continue to play at least for September. Wait for Mookie to get back and figure out a way to go ahead and and work it all together at the end. You know. 
But tell me what you guys think. Let me know if you guys maybe think that I'm just, um, you know, maybe taking it a little bit lightly and thinking that, you know, this is actually earth and thinking that it's not a big injury when it actually is or whatever the case is. Let me know what you guys think and let me know if you if you think I'm just dead wrong or something. But uh, go ahead and send me any kind of uh, any kind of messages or anything there. Well, I'd love to want to talk to you guys so we can go ahead and chat up uh, any kind of baseball, any kind of sports or anything like that. But let me know. Uh, with that being said, though, guys, let's go right into talking about the Lakers. I'm actually talking about the Lakers while I'm watching the USA-Germany uh, game. Get to see our old pal Dennis Schroeder uh, going up against our pal um, Austin Reeves, of course. And then you have a couple other NBA players, of course, with the Team USA being full of them. Then you have Team Germany. You have a couple of different familiar faces in there with, like, Daniel Tice and a couple other people there. Uh, Wagner and a couple others. You know, some familiar names and whatnot. But... Let's get right into it guys. Let's go and talk about the Lakers I really wanted to make a podcast on this the other day when I was talking about Christian Wood and the signing and everything but I Didn't really get much of a chance when it came down to all the other stuff that was going on I really wanted to take a take a moment to go and talk about him let you guys know what I'm seeing and some of those some of the things that I'm like I guess pessimistic pessimistic about and optimistic about right so the things that I'm really worried about are the things that that got have me concerned. Honestly, are all focused around the defensive side. Now we all know that Christian Wood is a great offensive talent. He has all kinds of skill. He has all kinds of talent when it comes down to the to the offensive side. But my biggest thing is a lot of teams have actually tried to utilize him different. You know, from what I think the Lakers are going to try to utilize him. And all in all kinds of other teams, even including Dallas, his most recent stop, he was he was looked upon as a, as a Giannis, as a, <clears throat> not even a Jaron Jackson Jr., but more like a like Anthony Davis, if you would. You know, he was looked at as a guy who's going to go ahead and be the number one stopper. The number one guy on the defensive side to go and take care of a drop coverage to be the main focus all, all around a, uh, a defense. Rather than maybe being a help defender or maybe just a guy who, you know, stick to your guy and that's your job. You know, whatever the case is, he's been given all kinds of different jobs that are just not the type that are, that are just not the best best suited for him. You know, it's not the best fit when it comes down to it. Uh, now, what I'm thinking, if you guys may be asking, well, Richard, if that's not going to be his, uh, his the best fit for him or something, what is? And what in my opinion is, in this case, since you already have a number one defender, since you already have a guy who's going to be who's going to have no problems being the main drop coverage guy, the main guy blocking shots at the rim, why not have a guy like Christian Wood with a seven three wingspan to become a help defender? That's going to make him similar to Jaron Jackson Jr. Jaron Jackson Jr., Triple J from uh, from the Grizzlies, he ended up getting Defense Player of the Year, Defense Player of the Year award, simply off of just helping out on help defense. You know, and that's all. Literally, it's pretty much just as soon as a player is starting to starting to get passes his defender, your teammate, and making a making a make me oh, basically just driving towards the basket and if it's on your side of the basket basically splitting the 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 court in half right down where the basket is at then if it's on your side you go out to go and help defend 
maybe even get a block from behind or something like that or whatever the case is or from the side or whatever the case is and or at least your presence there makes it so then that player has to think twice about where he's going to be putting that ball how he, when he's going to re release it and where he's going to what, what point he's going to hit it off of the backboard or, or whatnot now all those things i mean it is it is a big deal it is uh, what's the word i'm looking for it is in my opinion uh, probably the best thing that he can go in and do now. There's a lot of things that can go wrong with it You have to go in and have a, cer a certain sense of Awareness if you would you have to make sure that you're always aware of where everybody's at where your players at where these players are at uh, What the potential kickout pass can be and everything but in my opinion who better to go in and show them than Not only just Anthony Davis, but you have LeBron James you have a couple other really smart defending players on this team so it'd definitely be interesting to go and see how the, how it's going to look and how they're going to be able to help out Christian Wood in this case. Now, my opinion, I really think that Christian Wood should not be on the floor if Anthony Davis is not on the floor. Unless if maybe you have another guy who can really help out defensively, maybe like, I don't know, like a, like a Vanderbilt or something like that. But in that case, you know, you're going to be asking Wood to go and maybe defend the rim. And maybe that might be possible when if you have a line, depending on who the opponents are and what their strengths are. If you have a team that you're going up against that maybe likes to shoot more than drive towards the basket, then maybe you would want to have uh, Woods out there. You have a couple guys who have a little bit more lateral quickness and who can keep up with certain players and whatnot. Or if they have the, the, the athleticism, if they happen to get beat off the dribble, then they have the athleticism in order to recover well. Now, all kinds of different opportunity, all kinds of different, um, you know, opinions or different ways to think about it when it comes down to that. Uh, honestly, I mean, when it comes down to it as well, you have a lot of size. In my, in my opinion, if you're going to have a guy who's going to be lacking certain skills in, certain, in some situations, especially if it's on the defensive side, I would rather have a guy who has some size to him. You know what I mean? It's going to be bad if you have a, a, a guard or a wing who's undersized, not as athletic, and maybe not as skilled. Or maybe they do have a lot of skill, but they're not they're not super athletic, so they're not able to come make up for any of their shortcomings when it comes down to them being a little bit smaller or a little bit slower, and maybe not able to jump as high. You know what I mean? So like it's kind of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The player, I mean, I'm watching him right now with Austin Reeves. Uh, I'm not going to say that Reeves is the fastest player in, in, the, in, in the NBA or the most skilled or anything like that, or even the strongest or anything like that. You know, he's definitely not, he's probably not more, one of the most athletic or anything out there. But the thing that he does make up for is that he, the player, some of the players that he goes up against, he's actually probably one of the bigger guards out there, being that he's around 6'5". You know, when he goes up against some of these guys, and he actually has some size to him, he's able to go and uh, you know use that weight and actually be able to utilize it in different ways you know i mean uh, even when it comes down to it he's a good defender now and that's then that's probably the biggest reason why is because he has that size because even if he is able to go ahead and get beat he has that size in order to help him recover at least somewhat now it is, it is just going to be important to go and see exactly how they can definitely utilize them or how this team could work on the on the defensive side and in my opinion, you you definitely have some some weapons out there that'll help out with that. But in in all in all honesty, I'm thinking this team is going to be a really really great offensive team, a team that's going to have no problems shoot, making a whole bunch of points, and 
have, I don't know, I think it's, I mean, they, they can attack in all kinds of different ways, and this is probably the way I'm going to transition into how, how Christian Wood can help out on the offensive side. I mean, you're going to have all kinds of different looks from LeBron or or Austin Reeves, even D'Lo being able to go in and uh, perform a, a pick and pop with Christian Wood. And that's just going to be where you're doing a, a screen or, um, or a pick. And instead of the roll man going straight towards the basket, he's actually going to pop outside towards the three-point line. And, you know, of course, a uh, ball handler ends up giving the ball ends up having a pretty good shot most of the time, or if they're able to recover, if the defender's able to recover really well, either the original ball handler they can cut towards the basket, and Christian Wood has some pretty good passing skills where he, being that tall, he has some certain angles that other players don't have when it comes down to those passing angles, so it definitely would be nice to go in and see what he's gonna look like, maybe in the pass game or in a two-man game when it comes down to what like Austin Reeves or LeBron or something like that. You know, but uh, also the some of the some of the other things that I could see when it comes down to Wood because he is athletic and fast enough where he can beat his his uh, defenders off the dribble. I've seen a couple different play uh, a couple different highlights where he's driving where he's at the three point line ends up having a really he has a really nice pump fake by the way. Uh, he has a really nice pump fake where he's able to go in and get around or use that to get around the defender, drive towards the basket, and finish strong. I would definitely like to go in and see a lot of that because those are really big momentum plays in my opinion. Those are plays that really get the crowd going, get the team, you know, um, you know, excited and so on and so forth. But definitely would be uh, nice. Definitely, it's going to be nice going to see what this team is going to look like. I think they're going to be a great jump shooting team that goes along with that whole pick and pop situation. When you have guys like uh, like a Torian Prince, like a D'Lo, like Gabe Vincent, like a uh, Austin Reeves. I really think that we're gonna have a really some really good opportunities to uh, bring, to score a whole bunch of points, and a lot of them are gonna be from jump shots. But let me know what you guys think. Uh, let me know if you guys enjoy this podcast, or if you guys would like me to talk more about Christian Wood as the season goes on. We'll definitely talk a little bit more about how I think he's gonna go ahead and help out this team. And once we kind of see what the team looks like all together, We'll talk, we'll talk all about that. We'll see how the team's going to look like for the season and so on and so forth. Some predictions and, and all that. Um, I'll tell you guys right now, I'm definitely thinking it's going to be at least like 50 games, if not more, 55 possibly. But we'll definitely go in and see. I mean, it's going to be a tough season uh, overall. The West is super packed, but there's still some things that can happen that can change all of that. So we'll talk all about that as the time goes on. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Have a great Friday. Great weekend, everybody. Take care. Peace.